From kids to companions in the moment so rare We pluck the hard dreams with the stories we share Now faith, we talking about friends, we talking about family We talking about life, we talking about love, we talking about our dreams We talking about faith, we talking about friends, we talking about family We talking about life, we talking about love, we talking about our dreams Well everybody Welcome to Heartstrings, where we are fine-tuning the strings of life. All right. This is our first episode, people. Yes. And we're going to have some fun, and we're going to relax. Let me say this first. First of all, this is not my wheelhouse right here. All of this. It wasn't your wheelhouse, but it was your idea. It was my idea, because I know I got to stretch it out. You got to come into the 21st century. Move out of my comfort zone. I know. But anyway, it's good, because I got a lot to say. You got a lot to say, babe? I do, because I, I want to say all about you. All right, so uh, let's let's tell these people who we are. Well, first of all, we are Wes, Wes and Nisha Stringfellow from Chicago, Illinois. That's where we were born and raised. Yes, and um, did you know what today is? Well, if we put the show out on time, it should be Valentine's Day. <laughs> if it's not Valentine's Day, then just edit all this part out, and you'll never see it. Right. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Happy Valentine's Day. I know it's a Hallmark holiday, but, you know. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You are so welcome. Anyway. That may be all you might get, maybe. That's all right. You know it's a man-made holiday anyway. Yes, it is. Well, you know, first of all, uh, I guess we should tell everyone we've been married 35 years. We have four children. Four children. Eight grandchildren. Eight grandchildren. And uh, we still like each other. We do. Yes, we do. <laughs> you do? You sure? I'm positive. Baby. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So listen, why did we start this podcast now? Number one, because Wes, it was his idea. So you better jump on it. You know, Wes said it. We better jump on it, right? Right. And but. if it don't work, then you can blame it all on me, right? <laughs> no. We're just having a conversation okay, with each other. Okay. Letting right, our lives so, be raw and unfiltered and unedited. Right. Mm. So, um... We actually, um, I've been talking about this for a few years before, I'm not going to say before podcasting got really popular, but I think over the pandemic, it just really boomed and now everybody's got a podcast. We kind of, you know, I think that in itself kind of set me back because I'm like, I don't act like I'm just doing it now because everybody else is doing it. But you know, at the beginning of the year, it was like, you know what, this is what God told us to do. This is what we're going to do. We don't care if it's 30 podcasts coming out. With the exact same subject talks, right? You know, it's only one West Anisha. It's only one West Anisha. Right, and I, I think as I think about that, um, most people know us about marriage, like they know us for marriage people, right? Is it though? No, the podcasts may not be about marriage, but people know us about marriage. They know, they that, know that's what they know. That is what we are known for. Known for is marriages. Um, yeah, but we are more than we are more than marriages. We are more than marriage. What are we? What else are we? <laughs> we like to have fun. We like we to do. laugh. We do. We like to hang out together. I think people know that though, right? I don't know. They might. I mean, do you like hanging out with me? I do. Okay, right. I, Great. Actually, I think people are sick of us. What? Do you, what? That makes me sad. And what I mean by that is, you know, you see that what you may think is a perfect couple, and they're always out and happy, and on social media taking pictures, and here we are, here we are. 
you know, but really, it's social media. It is. If people know you, though, you're not the one posting. And I usually, I, I just like to post events and memories. And I like to go back on social media and reflect on all the things that I see. I remember birthdays. I remember holidays. I like to celebrate you. I like to celebrate my kids. How about I like to celebrate celebrate everybody? And I think that that's something that um, has made social media a gift for me anyway. And I know that you're not I mean, put about putting it all out there. I do. I do. But, you know. You put some very sarcastic things out there. I get my four or five likes once in a while. <laughs> I'm okay with that. No, no, no. Wes, okay, we can't even go there. What are people going to expect from us this this so, podcast? I think we're going to talk about some subjects. We're going to talk about some uh, current events, mm -hmm. things that are happening like right now. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it, give our opinion on it, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know what they say about opinions. Everybody's got one. Right. And I won't say the rest of that, but. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. But everybody's got one. That's true. And this is just ours. Yeah. So hopefully you can enjoy it, comment if you like it. If you don't like it. By all means, share it, though. Yeah. I share the world, so they can we can at least have something to share. Right. Right. I think I wanted to ask you, though, um, one of the things that Wes really wanted to do, what you wanted to do was cook, remember? And we're going to be doing some cooking together. Right. So one of the original ideas that I came up with is we were going to do a cooking show. Mm -hmm. And we were just going to every show, we were going to make a meal. Um, and during the meal, we were going to teach some lesson. That was really going to be marriage. Just talk about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of tie it all in together. Um, but uh, this is kind of, I think, evolved from that. Well, fine-tuning the strings of life means it's all parts of life, whether you all are married, parts. single, you know, divorced, widowed, uh, children, no children, um, family, no family. I don't know. Church, yeah. no church. Yeah. You know what I mean? Job, no job. I know Ooh. I'm being corny now. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not. You're serious, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we will talk about, uh, we will do some cooking. Uh, we're going to have some special guests on. Yeah, absolutely. We should have all our kids on. We'll have the children's. One. Actually, they're the trendsetters. They're, of they're all thing. a hoot. <laughs> they're the trendsetters, right? They are. Um, so. All right. So I, I, I think it's important for us to kind of reminisce a little bit about where we met and, you know, what stage of life were we in when we did meet. And so let's just kick it off. So let's take it back. Take it back. 1987. I was going to say 88, but it was we got married in 88. But right. 87 we met. Right. So let's take it back to 87. I wonder what songs were playing then. I'm going to have to look that up. Maybe I'll put it in the comments. or the, <laughs> It'll be right down here. And <laughs> I don't know how to do that stuff yet. So if it's not right down here, just, <laughs> just ignore it. Just ignore it. Um, but I went to Chicago State University. And the reason I went to Chicago State University was because... Um, Wait, baby. Let's back it up. You, back it you, up better you than dive that? right into the meat. Yeah. So let's look. So we met at Chicago State. Absolutely. That was our first meeting. Um, first time we glanced eyes at each other. What did you think first time? Tell me about I thought it. you was fine. Did you not? I did. You know, <laughs> you say that every time, and then you start describing me, and I'm like. <laughs> well, go. you you, you, you go, know, you were, you, <laughs> you were handsome, and you were, uh, um, yeah, you didn't dress to the, to the, to the, max because you were working and you were doing electrical work and the truth is is that um you know 
you actually had a, a electrical contractor's jersey. You had a football jersey, but it was kind of dirty. But you were always late for class. <laughs> and you had I on wasn't um, late. I was khaki pants. Right on time. Khaki pants. And um, but one of the things I thought you were really smart. I don't like that was part. You <laughs> you always make it like it's a pants chance. Okay. You thought I you thought I was smart, and then you found out that I wasn't. No, is that what you're trying no, to say? I'm saying you still were, you still are very smart. I'm just saying that you always who's, the, who's the set professor the bar? grave graded set the, the bar. The professor graded the the test on a curve, and you always got the highest grade. So he had and, to grade things on the curve. And then you found out that I wasn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> let me let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I got the best grade in class, because we were walking from school down the little. If you ever been to Chicago State, there's like a little curvy path that used to take you to 95th where we used to catch the bus, or she caught the bus. Um, so we were walking, and she said, are you ready for the test today? And I said, oh, uh, yeah. I yeah. had no clue that there was a test that day. That was my line, though, too. Are you ready for the test today to get in to that's, talk that's to how you? Was, was, I didn't know I was being smooth, but I guess I was. You were smooth. Okay. I, I didn't even catch it. That's how smooth you were. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we... We got to class, and the professor was not there, I think. For whatever reason, no test that day. I was like, Jesus, the Lord is with me. So that next uh, day of school, I studied, and it was just psych one-on-one, and I studied, and I studied, and I studied till I knew it backwards and forwards, and then we got to the test, and I got an A. I think I was the only person that got an A on the test. Yeah, um, you were. And since they were, he was doing a bell curve, I was at the top with the A, and everybody else averaged out. Um, I got a B. You got a B? Mm-hmm. So. Thanks to your A. <laughs> since there was somebody paying attention to me getting this A, I had to keep it up. Yes. So I had an I A. I paid attention. I had an A in psychology. And the C's and D's <laughs> and all the rest of the class. Why'd you wind up at Chicago State? Speaking of C's that's, and D's. That's an interesting story. So here's first version. Um, I went to NIU, um, which is not that far. Um, if anybody's going to NIU for any reason, or sometimes it's got a little reputation, too much partying. Mm. I partied like it was 1999 every weekend. Uh, so I got a nice little letter right before Christmas saying, um, you're not welcome back here. So I had to figure out what to do. And I was actually, I dated a girl in high school and a little bit in college, but not really because I didn't really see her that much. But she lived on the south side. I was living on the north side of Chicago at the time. So I moved to the south side with my grandma um, just so I can be a little bit closer to her, and that was for that summer. Um, then we broke up that summer, but I was already on the south side, had already registered for Chicago State, and that is how I ended up at the state. So you can thank my ex-girlfriend that I met me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a whole other story we'll talk about for another day. Just um, tell but the, just the truth is we both registered late for school, and that's how we wound up in some of the same classes. So um, I actually... How did, how did you end up at Chicago State? Um, I wanted to go to Oral Roberts University. It was kind of the thing, the trending thing from my beautiful Aunt Miriam. And um, I said, I want to do that. And lo and behold, what happened? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. How did you end up there? I really, how did you, how I did really, you, I, my, my, I come from a big family, as many people know. And, and uh, the truth is, is that I 
I felt bad for my mom. I didn't want to leave her here with all those children. Um, and my dad and her were still together at the time, but I still, you know, felt a responsibility kind of sort of. So I was, my mother was like, you go to Chicago State. And actually what's weird is that I went to Pivot Point. I went down to Pivot Point Beauty School, Cosmetology School first. And my mother said to me, you're going to give me one year of college. And I was like, okay. And she said, and if you want to go to beauty school after that, then fine. Um, she still wants her hair cut to this day. So, you know, anyway, that's another story. I got a little, little something in my <laughs> Anyway, long story short. Um, she still, she still comes by your salon. Me, right. She registered me for um, Chicago State and the rest is history. I mean, you picked me up in your Corvette. Hold up. No, no, no. No, no, no. 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 You're leaving no, out no, some. No, no. You wait. No, you're leaving out some important chunks there. She's leaving out some stuff. So you tell the truth. Um, what happened? I spotted you out. I dropped my purse in front of him on the elevator, and a nice, uh, different gentleman picked it up. Picked it up for him, and West didn't get a chance to pick it up. Now, to me, he just didn't move fast enough because I clearly dropped it right in front of him for him to pick it up. Right. They don't leave that part out. She purposely dropped it. I purse did. It was a purple clutch purse. So that she can entrap me. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> she was such trying hard to catch words. me. So it didn't work because some other guy was a little quick, quicker than me and he picked her stuff up. Um, so I just went and got on the elevator <laughs> and she tried to get on the elevator and dropped your purse again. I dropped my purse again because I had it upside down and unzipped, trying to hurry up and stuff everything in there to get off at the same time as him. It didn't work. And so, um, I guess the next class, on that day, it was a Thursday, and we didn't have class again till the following Tuesday. And so on the following Tuesday, I saw him again, and um, I was walking back to the, um, <laughs> I was walking to the bus stop after class, and I stood at the bus stop, and um, this brown, sleek Camaro pulled up my, to this nice little church girl, sweet, innocent, and you turned me off. Why? So, let me, you know, you leave out a lot of details. I'll just get to the point. So, I saw her walking down this long, you know, Chicago State's got that long <laughs> path. Uh, so, I had my Camaro, and I pull up, and I said, hmm, there's that girl, Nisha. So, I waited. You remember my name? I did. I didn't know that. We were in the same classes, baby. It didn't matter. We didn't really You're talk right. to I each other. right. I might not have known your name. Right, because you don't remember people's names to this day. Okay, okay. Hey, anyway. so I was driving, and, and I kind of waited near the bus stop because I knew she was getting on the bus there at 95th, and I waited, and I saw her coming. And right when she got across the street, I kind of pulled up. It was like, hey, you want to ride? <laughs> and I said, yeah. Going? She said, yeah, and got in. And I know better than I getting in a ride. I couldn't even finish my sentence. She was in the car <laughs> riding with a stranger. Well, yeah, that is true, and I, I am – I am embarrassed when you tell that story. Like, I was just really chasing no, you. No, you should be embarrassed that you gave me your number <laughs> when you got out. And I didn't even ask. It was like, oh, here's my number. <laughs> Phone numbers on paper these days, right? Yeah. So, I mean. Landline number, no doubt. Yeah, but what you didn't know was when I dropped my purse, I thought about you every single day from that Thursday all the way to the following Tuesday. I could not wait till the days moved past. They were moving so slow. And um, so I probably had an eagerness about me that if I had another opportunity, I wasn't going to miss out on it. Okay. 
Yeah, and so, yeah, I'm a 30, 35, that's 36 no, years later. Not much has changed about no. you since then. I still chase you? No, when you are, you set your mind to do something, you, it's going to happen. That is true. That is true. Yeah, that is true. No, that's very true. I think I think maybe that's some of God's favor upon me, and then some of it's, what do you call it? Well. I'm persistent. Some people may call it persistence <laughs> and determination. Husbands have a different name for it. I, I won't say what those words are. You can say are. it. I'm not going to. I would never say that you're a nag. Never. <laughs> I would. You can't get me to say that. You're just persistent. And the truth is, you, is that. You made me a better man. I don't have to be upset by you saying that because of the fact that I know that you know I have your best interests at heart. Absolutely. And I know I cannot force Wesley Stringfellow to do anything he yeah, does not want but to do. I probably Everybody knows be, that. A no is a no. I'd be hungry and with, without any place to live. Aww. It's the truth. I, don't, I had no clue of what I... So let's back this story up. So we dated for a year. What happened after a year? You knocked me up. You know, can you say it a little nicer, babe? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, okay. I cannot. <laughs> All right. So, do you remember the day? I do. I remember the day Kristen Maria Dean was conceived. I remember that we were at my mother's house making out. And making out led to other things. In the attic room. In the attic room. And the attic door did not have a screen, and it flew open. There, there's two doors in the attic, yeah. one on both sides, right. on the east and the west. Right. And a westerly breeze blew the doors open. And what did you right say? Right at that moment. And I, <laughs> God said, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> he said he knew then that Kristen was here. The funny part about it for me was that he was like, that's God. And I was like. I don't remember that. What are you? I do remember you saying that like yesterday. I remember everything about the details. I, I rarely forget things because memories mean a lot to me. And so, therefore, you know, our story, anybody's story, I take it to heart. So, um, although it was a tumultuous time for me, considering being the pastor's granddaughter and considering, you know, knowing my background and my history, being 18, that's a whole nother dynamic, um, it, was, it was treacherous. But the best part about everything, and I always tell people this, what's said? Don't worry about it. We'll get married. And I was like, for real? Like, why would you choose me? And you know? that is my wedding proposal right there. Mm -hmm. That is the worst proposal ever. But Don't you worry about it. We'll just get married. And that's that's what he said. He was, we was planning on getting married anyway. That was your famous line. Yeah, I did say You that. said, we was planning on getting married anyway. We'll just make it we'll a little faster. We'll just get married quicker. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I, I think I it brought remember. me peace. It brought me peace. It did. Thank you for I saying I remember... Um, my family, my uncles, or just family, period, um, they were saying, you know, you don't have to marry that girl. You don't have to. I was like, yeah, I know. I know. But this is what I want to do. And they said, that's what you want to do? Okay. They just wanted to make sure that I was okay and sure about what I wanted to do. Because um, I was, was I 20? I was 20. I was 20. Yeah, I had just gee. turned 20. Um, I had already had a son um, when I was 18. And I was like, this is not going to be the life of me where I just go around and get women and so was trying, be was, baby's daddies. You was a womanizer kind of started? I was not. Okay. Well, you were too young to be womanizers yet. But there are some people, No, though. I wasn't. Oh, I just, no? I just wasn't. I wasn't from girl to girl to girl to girl. That was never my MO. Okay. That's cool to know. Because I did. You know what? Do you remember this? Do you remember that AIDS was a whole big thing back then? 
And because I had never been with anybody else, I literally was scared out of my brain just because you had a son. It didn't mean you had been with a whole bunch of people, but it was the principle of when it, that. It was only that one time. But that test. It was only was, that one time. I know, but that I was so afraid. I, I was so afraid that <laughs> I was going to have age, y'all. Oh, Lord. Anyway, thank God that, um, <laughs> yeah, thank God. I, I don't want to even, even dwell on that. But it was just how history, and it's been so many years. So anyway, um, so that's kind of our story, right? That is our story. So um, we had a lot of doubters 35 years, 36, 35 years ago. Um, even 36. <laughs> they told us it's not gonna, it's not gonna make it past five years. That was the tops that they gave us. Absolutely, they said um, you won't make it past five years. Because you were eighteen, I was twenty. Yep. We actually officially tied tonight, uh, even though you were turning nineteen in a few months. You uh, love saying that, don't you? Well, I don't want people thinking I was, was like chasing some seventeen-year-old. You were, because I was seventeen when I met you. My name was not Rick James. You know what? Oh, you were a grown woman. <laughs> okay, when we got married. When we got married, when I first kissed you. Yeah, that was the first kiss I ever had. That was amazing. How do you know? I don't want to find out. Okay, that's a good answer. Lord, that's a good answer. Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, um, of course, we were pregnant, got married, um, had the support of family on steroids, right? Like, they, I mean, our first ring, we couldn't even they buy the first through. ring. They came, they came through, through. In, in in many areas. And I, I want to say this because, and I know this is like a little fast forward, but um, Wes's uncle bought our ring. It had 23 baby single diamonds. My mom made me pick it out because she didn't want me to buy too much, something too expensive. And um, the next year, I was, um, no, it was when I was pregnant with Yelly. I was pregnant with Yelly, and Wes took me to Sterling Jewelers, which is now K Jewelers, and... He said, um, and I was so pregnant, and he was like, um, you want to try some rings on? And I was like, yeah, I'll try some rings on. But no harm in that. In Ford City, <laughs> Illinois. and oh, um, Ford City. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was Ford City. I told you I don't forget nothing. And then, long story short, um, we couldn't get the, my ring back on. So the, No, we couldn't get it off to, to show. So the man said, I'm going to have to cut your ring. And uh to get it off. And I said, no, you can't cut my ring. This is my ring. And he went and proceeded. Well, I said, let him cut it, you know. And I still am so slow. And then you bought me this ring that I have had have. for 35 years. It's 35 and a half once. years. It's right. been upgraded three times. Three times, right. Yes, because I lost my diamonds, remember? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm very grateful. So needless to say, I overcame the shame of um, just – Getting married young. I mean, you've made up for it leaps and bounds. And I always say I appreciate you. You know what I mean? You have to. I, I married my best friend. We were friends. But we really were like, I mean, I was smitten by you. I still am. I still get butterflies. You give me butterflies. L- let me let me say this, something on this podcast. <laughs> Are you going to have a song for every? I might. You know that that's my thing. That is. Right? I, I love right. I love I song. I wake up with a song in my heart every day. I'm going to sing too now. But thank you for choosing me 36 years ago. Thank you for um, everything. I, I'm very grateful. You and know, thank you for you forcing thought, us to do this podcast. Because right. I was like, really? Are we going to do this? It's hard for me to be cal- Is it hard for me to be calculated? It's hard for you to be natural. Because you are a, first of all, you're a natural. 
when you're interviewing and when you're coaching and when you're mm -hmm. doing all these things, and I threaten her, I was like, look, you are not on here coaching. Right. So keep your right, coaching right, right. voice. I'm not interviewing keep, anybody. Right. Keep not your interview, right now. Interview voice in, in the back. Yeah. And just talk to me. And we kind of just like had pillow talk last night. We just kind of like talked and talked. And we've, been, we've been practicing, uh, which I suck at practicing, but I think it kind of just You just are not a man of small talk. you got to have something I, to talk about. I, it has to be very natural. I can't fake a fake. I can't fake a real conversation. Wes, how's the weather? <laughs> how's being retired, Wes? So, and, and that's, 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 that's the truth. Because some people think that I am very quiet, which I am kind of reserved and, you know, I, I do kind of. But if there is something to talk about, there's an interesting topic. If we talk, we got some meat, I will talk your ears off. But if we're talking about the weather and unimportant stuff and how about those bears, hope they get a good draft pick, then your conversation may be a little short. Um, I like to talk about good stuff. Um, and sometimes conversations with people with me, they're just forced conversations, and they just never flow. Um, you, I think you could talk with anybody about anything, anytime, one-on-one. -on -one. I'm an intro-extra, right? You told um, me that. No, I'm an intro-extrovert. I think you're just, well, I don't know. That's a good question. You know why? Because if you're at a party with 100 people, there's a good chance they're going to find you in the corner having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you somebody. You notice that, huh? Yeah. With me, I don't want to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation necessarily. I want to be in the <laughs> thick of where everybody's playing the game or whatever's going on. Um, but if you knew us, you, you're like, there's always the crazy one and the quiet one in the bunch. I would be the quiet one. Well, you're not really crazy, but you know No, I saying. don't think I'm crazy at all. But you're out there. Really? Yeah, you're fine. You think Bubbly. I'm fine? You don't think so? I've seen you do some interviews, babe. Check it out. Nishasnetwork.com. <laughs> Not that I'm plugging you, but... Okay, thanks a lot. But you know what? Um, so while we're fine-tuning the strings of life, I know we're going to have many conversations about many things uh, over and over again, but one of the things that I think about is um, how our dynamic affects our children, has affected our siblings, has affected just our family overall. And um, I think that we've encountered some of the negative things and we've encountered some of the positive things, but our journey, I think we've always been open and raw about us. We, you're not going to see one thing at a function and see something else at home. It's the same. That, that is the truth. If you were to live with us, the same dynamics we the that same. we have in public are the same ones we have at home. That's the truth. You know, we may yell a little louder at home just because I've been taught not to front in front of people. Right, I don't I, I don't think no, not well, not front, but front your spouse off. Right, that's like, a better word. Like say. and don't, it doesn't mean that you don't have managerial tones as I speak about quite often that come out every now and then, you know, when you mean business. Cuz most people West think you're very serious and not a lot of fun unless they get you. And I so many of my friends will say, "You know, this is really cool. He is so fun." And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I didn't marry and, a, a a a dud." Well, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but that, I think that's just the reserve, um, the shyness in me when I meet people. I'm not always, you know, until I get to know you, then I'll let my hair down, crack some corny jokes, you know. No, don't if even, I feel late. No, you know, I don't even some use people, the word corny. Some people I, I never get on that level with, though. You will always just, I don't know. Now, that's a topic right there by itself that we're probably going to talk about one day. 
and that is how you said you keep your composure in certain spaces because you don't give people the energy so it doesn't entertain other things. You're talking about women in general? Oh, yeah, women in general. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Unless I know you as a woman very well, I'm probably not going to joke around with you too much. Um, You know, now if I know you, you know my wife and you are friends, then I may joke with you or whatever. You know, of course, there's some sister friends who are sisters to me and they get everything. So, yeah, and I appreciate that. You know what I mean? You know, Um, so I know we're going to have so much to talk about. Um, I don't know how often we're going to air and and record, but I do know that it's going to be a lot of fun because I think what people probably don't, I don't know if people think we're fun, but I think I would want people to know that they see the fun part of us. You know, they, people see the ministry part of us, that part. Yeah. Right. And I I can't apologize for that part um, because we are what we are. Um, So some people look at us as spiritual leaders and, you know, so when they, when they want to turn up at a party, we may not get invited. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, not that we won't have a glass of wine or something like that, you know, but yeah. It's it not just what it like is. what we have to do. And that's something we're going to talk about too, because one thing, <laughs> I can't even go into it, because if I go into it, it's another topic. Yeah, that's another a, that's topic. a whole other That's episode. a whole other topic. But um, I just want, um, what do you expect out of this? I expect to grow closer with you. Do you? Okay. We are, <laughs> this is probably the most conversation I'm probably going to get with you. Why, why would you say that? Because. Is it, is it me or is it you though? How about that? I, pro- I think I'm talked out by the end of the day. You are. Because I. I have <coughs> coached. I have counseled. I have taught. I have laughed with other people. I mean, not that I don't do it with you. It's just that, first of all, you're not a morning person. You won't get up at 5 in the morning I'm, with me. I'm, I'm not going to be talking with you at 5. I say that for your sisters and sister friends. Yeah, and then the other piece to that is is that uh, when we wind down, we wind down. But our long road trips, we talk a lot. And I, I think that because you talk for a living, yeah. um, I get kind of short-ended on that because, and I tell her all the time, sometimes I'll just eardrop on her conversation. Ear hustle. I'm like, wow, I didn't know all that. What? I get all the tea. You know, then I can comment on it. I was like, oh, you didn't tell me all that part. Yeah. She's like, no, I just didn't have the energy to tell you. I said, well, you know, thank God for Shauna or whoever you may be yeah. drinking tea with that day. Yeah, just just talking about things and, and, and sharing my heart. And, um, but I but but I do share with you though. Like if we are awake at the same time, I guarantee you that I will have conversation with you. Because we used to have pillow talk all the time, but our lives were not. We have pillow talk. It sounds like <laughs> sounds like a snore, um, and that's just because we're just busy through the day. You get up so early though. You get up at the, the crack of butt every day. Yeah. Either talking with somebody or looking at your word or just looking at your phone. Period. Yeah. Triggering out. So if you get emails at four in the morning or three in the morning, <laughs> now you know why. Because I just, my brain works very well in the morning. I'm a morning person and my mother raised me that way. So, but anyway, I just really want um, people to know us that um, this is an opportunity for you to send in questions. We will Ask take us questions. anything. But you can't. Matter of fact, before yeah. we close the show out, I think we'll do this every show. Um, and. I've got a box, and actually, um, we've got some friends who wrote some cards with questions. These are not it. Um, once we get those together, 
we'll tell you about those people. Um, and we're, you know, one thing we do is we support and we promote everybody. Yeah, that's true. We so, make sure. Mm-hmm. I've got this card, and we are going to bravely pick out a card each. And answer it? Okay. We'll both answer it. Okay. And I'll let I'll you know go. if I agree with you. Okay. On your answers. All right. Hold on, hold on. Put this back. All right. You can go first, babe. What do you remember about the changes of adolescence? That's a boring card. It is, isn't it? But it is. but go ahead. No, no, you gotta answer the question. Oh. Um oh. <laughs> What do you remember about the changes of adolescence? I had some hard changes in adolescence. That's a whole other show. Right that now. is a show that will probably bring me to tears, but I'll just say it like this. Um, my memories will be shared, but, 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 um, they, my adolescent years were very hard and they weren't hard because I was abused. They weren't hard because, um, you know, I was neglected. They were hard because I was the oldest. They were hard because there wasn't enough money and they were hard because it was a lot of us. Probably the easiest joy I remember about my adolescence was having some type of outlet and the only outlet I had was church. So, oh, well, there you have it. So, um, I think if I was going to answer this question, I would probably have to remember. Uh, so my father left when I was like 13, another show, another show. And he was, he was gone, jetted out. Um, so it was me and my mom and my sister. Then my sister went away to college. So my mom still worked. So I remember being up, and we had moved up north mm-hmm. into a neighborhood where I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And I remember being alone a whole lot and just feeling lonely, uh, if that's such a thing. I, well, yeah. And I wasn't, like, pitiful. Like, you know, you're not a pitiful person. Or nothing. You're, you're not but a pitiful person. But I was person. like, I got nothing to do and nothing to do with it. And nobody to do it with. That's why we had you. Uh, kind of, I guess. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Summers are lonely. You find things to do. But I was, do. I was. That's yeah, why we I had was Chris. To, I yeah. was bored. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm just Moving on to the next question. <laughs> All right. What's the sexiest thing your partner does? So. If you have any kids in the room, you might want to put them out right now. No, I'm just kidding. I would not. Sexiest thing, um, I don't know. It's really a lot. Um, I think, believe it or not, um, sometimes you may catch me just kind of looking at you, but sometimes you'll put on an outfit or it doesn't even have to be a dressy outfit, but just something that just kind of hugs the curves and, you either stand a certain way or sit a certain way with your leg crossed or something like that. And, you know, and I just kind of gaze over there and be like, mm, mm, mm. would you look at that right there? That's so nice And you don't even say. know that you're trying to be sexy. No. Thank you for saying that after 36 years with all my flaws and imperfections. But I will say when you do try to act sexy, though. It's not. It <laughs> doesn't work. All right. Let me answer the question. Okay. <laughs> What's the sexiest thing your partner does? Um, I really have to say this. Um, I literally get turned on when I see you suited up, you know, smelling good and suited up because Wes did a lot of electrical work many years of, and that wasn't nothing wrong with that. But when he would clean up, oh, it was, 
it paid the bills. Yes, it did. It supported our whole family. For years. Um, but when you cleaned up, come on. I looked up. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> anyway. And then the other piece of that is when you offer wisdom, I think that that part for me makes me pay attention. And I love that. Um, and I know people say this, this comment, the anointing is attractive, but I really believe that. And I, I think it makes people pay attention. Like, wow. Okay. Then come on through. Let me talk to you later. Okay. You know, I'm smart, right? Oh no! That's what see, you, you see what that's I'm what saying? Wisdom. <laughs> uh, well, that's our random question of the show. I think we'll do one. I'm gonna shift these in the back. So every uh, time we'll we get together and talk, and yeah. We'll use some different questions um, from some friends of ours. They wrote some good conversation questions, um, and I know that goes right back to marriage, but it's any relationship. You could even have it with your kids. There's good conversation. Yeah. Things that you there's a new table game topics that I saw and. Um, if it's actually questions that you ask your parent so really? you can better get to know them. Oh, wow. Um, it's not necessarily if you're a, a child or a teenager, but if, like, my adult children really wanted to get to know me, um, they wow. could ask these questions about my childhood wow. and different things like that. Um, even though I think our kids pretty much know everything about us anyway. I um, think they do. I think I think that's you'll get to hear from them, too, but... You know, before we close, I, I really just wanted us to say um, to whoever our listening audience is, is that get ready to have some fun with the strings. Absolutely. Get ready for your heartstrings to be tugged That's on. Right. Summertime you know? is coming. We're going to be outside. We're going to do some shows outside. Oh, okay. On the deck. On the grill? Okay, yeah. On the grill, too. We're going to yeah. be grilling some food. That's a yes. good idea. Yes, yeah. Um, we're going we're gonna to talk real life stuff. But we're also going to have a lot of fun. And um, I think that this a great this was a great idea, Wes, for us to do. I love that you came up with the name, Heartstrings. You said you didn't, but I think you did. Okay. And shout out to Kristen Dean for fine-tuning. Shout out to our children, period, for coming Man. and putting this together. Because I'm, I, although, although you are a total engineering, yeah, tech, but this sound is, this tech. This is all new. And I'm, I'm very green to the podcast world. And um, I do sound, but I don't do engineering, meaning uh, in the booth making sounds and editing and all that. Yeah, that, so shout out to them. That's not something that I've really done, but thank God. Yeah. Our kids married somebody who can do that and help out with all the rest of the yeah. technical it, stuff. Yeah, the music. Shout out to our... How'd you like our opening? Phenomenal, by, right? Uh, our son, Jarrell. Jarrell Barnes. <laughs> JB Music producer. Um, and just, we, we could shout out all day because that's kind of what we do, but... This is going to be about us having conversations. And that's why I said it's going to draw us closer. I think. I think we're already close enough. <laughs> it wants to be like, give me some space. I'm like, how, how, yeah. And, uh, and I say that, and this is a whole other show, because I'm retired now. So I'm like, for the most part, I'm here, even though I started doing a little work mm -hmm. uh, for myself. Uh, but we're always together. We are. Why, why do you think it's going to draw us closer? Let's answer that. Then we'll, we'll get out of here. We'll get out, we'll get out your um, I just think that is spending time together and allowing people to hear us without interruptions. And that's that's what draw I mean. us closer? I think it'll draw us closer, too. Because the more we talk, the more we're going to have more stuff to talk about. I mean, if we talk about 35 years and if the podcast lasts longer, it's going to bring up some really good conversations. And I think that, and then goals and travels and, you know, 
just just things. I mean, we could. This is true. It it prompts your 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 ideas, Wes. You start your creative juices will start flowing, which will bring us closer. Babe, we should do this. Babe, we should do this. Babe, we should do that. Okay, close, close, close. Maybe I'll say or ask a few things that you're not ready for. Maybe you could do that. Until next time. Heartstrings, right. fine tuning the strings of life. It was great having a conversation. We're Wes and Nisha, and we will see you later. Bye. Bye.